This is a podcast about just opinions. Hey, yo, this is what it is. This is what I think. We all have kind of outlandish takes. Like, don't at me. If there's other freeform stuff that comes with it, we cover that too. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. We're at Don't At Me, episode 35. It's me, Mike Silva. I'm here with Chance. Chance, what's up? Week for you, man. What's up? Oh, yeah, 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 man. It's been all good. Um, been pretty eventful, but other than that, man, it's been, you know, I don't know. Kind of crazy. I ain't gonna get too much into it, you know. Not right now. May come up later. Jock, always uh, active. You've been real active out there lately, man. I know you've been you've been busy as well. Yeah, yeah, I've been very busy, man, with doing some stuff. You know what I mean? But it's very excited. You know, I'm excited about what's the you know what's happening, and you know, there's people that are actually still fighting for everything because you know you see people kind of do like you know the one week and they kind of like starting to fall off a little bit. So. Yeah. I'm still trying to push everything. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing right. to kind of jump into. Um, as we look back earlier, the the events that happened the last, you know, couple of days, right when the episode came out, that was also the last episode came out on uh, Blackout Tuesday. So mm-hmm. we couldn't talk about that mm-hmm. when it happened because the episode came out that day. But I thought that it was cool how many people actually did that. Um, you know, I... I thought it was interesting too. I mean, I think some brands were doing that just to kind of be opportunistic. I think some people genuinely, you know, did that. Like Nike. I think they genuinely like Nike. Oh, 100%. 100%. But yeah, I mean, yeah. that was just kind of interesting. I thought it was kind of unlike these situations that have happened in the past, this time more than ever, I feel like people of all colors are actually starting to get out and different colors are coming together. And then countries too, right? You know, um, you had Ireland actually, which is, you know, a very white country, you know what I mean? But that's dope that they actually like are fighting for us and, you know, alongside everybody else, Japan, Germany, the list goes on. But yeah, this is like the biggest scale of protest that, in history, you know? So this literally is a part of history. Fact. And so I, yeah. I just, yeah, so I, I just think that, you know, if we just keep, you know, we went, we went past the actual, the torch. So we have to keep, keep it going, you know, even stronger. And I know that, it's going to be like a long race, but I mean, this whole decades have been long, you know, so we can't give up now. That's why I made the statement about the people that just, you know, post the picture and you kind of really don't hear them say anything anymore. It's kind of like, okay, that one week or two weeks, like now I'm back to normal. And it's like, nah, you know, you got to keep, you know, keep fighting a good fight at all times. Right. Well, what I found interesting was, you know, how the NFL responded. So starting off the week, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with Drew Brees. He got on an interview and, you know, kind of made an ass of himself. Um, I'll go ahead and pull up the clip, but basically said that he can't really get down with or respect somebody that uh, kneels for the flag. Right. And um, So I'll go ahead and pull up the clip and we'll watch it now. Is Chance still there? Chance, you there? Yeah, I'm here now. Okay. Yeah, the thing about that, man, you know, I can talk about that too, you know. It 
it never was about that, you know? Yeah. Well, and never. I mean, that, that's what people kind of came out and said. You know, Aaron Rodgers even came on and, you know, he's – Much respect to him, by the way. Huh? And much respect to Aaron Rodgers, by the way. He's been – Yeah. Very, like, you know. And I mean, he's always kind of had this stigma that he's an asshole or that, like, you know, he's – a head case, but you know, he didn't have to say anything. The fact that he did, he did so right after Drew Brees put his foot in his mouth. But right. I mean, it's just kind of tone deaf. And I mean, even for those that didn't realize it before, that now are kind of like, okay, I get it. You know, at least you can understand that they are like, have finally come to realize kind of the situation. Like, all right, there's right. growth, there's like a Increased yeah. perspective and more open mind. Yeah. Whereas Drew Brees, come on, man, come on. Because look, Brees, I, yeah. I love the national anthem. Like I, I would love when the teams were all up there and like they were looking up at the uh, flag, crying, but just because of that pride and that love for the game, you know, mm-hmm. it was more of like the ceremony of like the big game is about to go down. So initially, when you know the whole situation was going on. I remember thinking, like, all right, well, I don't like that they're – that the players are protesting the flag. And the more you think about it, it's like I never knew about that hidden verse that was part of the national anthem. I never really uh, understood, I guess, that at that time. But then it was like, okay, well, clearly it's not about na- lack of patriotism or lack of, you know, right. American. It's more of I'm not proud of where the country is right now, you know, and you have to fight for what you want it to be. The country is what you want it to be. And that's what it's about. So 2020, Drew Brees is still thinking, you know, Stone Age. Yeah, like like you said, it's just he just tone deaf, man. Um, and about the situation, like, I don't think Drew Brees is a bad guy. I literally think he just didn't think, you know, he spoke before he actually thought, you know, like he didn't just sit back, look at things from like a grander scale. You know, he took it to I- the, oh, disrespect the military, like right away. And it's not about that. But the thing I can respect about Drew Brees is I believe that he is sorry, though, because he actually gave, like, three apologies. He actually went at Trump, too, you know, which I was yeah. like, oh, I didn't know that until, like, you know, a couple of days ago. But he went at Trump as Trump say, you know, you shouldn't have to apologize or something like that. And he I was think like, he, he probably just kind of went brain dead in that moment and just went back to how he was always answering the question. Didn't even really right. think about what was going on. And then probably afterwards, it was like, oh. And yeah, because, like, yeah. Response exactly like I- right, right. Because, like, back in the day, he said it the same response, and it wasn't really – he didn't get criticized nearly as bad. But, like, you know, for 2020, it's a different era now. You know, like, shit does matter. You know, and, like, we've been fighting for this for a while, so he just didn't think of that. You know, so that's that's my take on that. What are you about to say, Chance? I was going to say, I don't think he even knew what the fuck was going on. <laughs> like, at all. Like, he was just like – like you said, he went into, like, autopilot from, like, you know, three or four years ago, you know, given – the same media, you know, the media, the fucking spiel, you know. Right. You know, like, dudes, like, in sports, they're not, they're not supposed to really be media trained or anything like that. Like, they kind of just do that, you know, because they are the face of, you know, the uh, the franchise and things like that. So, I think he just went to autopilot and it was just like, yeah, the flag, whatever. It had nothing to even do with that, you know. So, All right, right. Like, yeah. But now he knows. And I mean, some players forgave him. Some players I read today, Malik Jackson said he's coming after him. Um, You know, no like threat, like bounty gate, but like, yeah, on the field, forgive you basically. 
But what I thought was really cool was the NFL players coming together to make this video. Uh, did oh, you guys yeah, yeah. see the, um, the yes. one that players stitched together? This is cool. So mm -hmm. we're going to share this. I felt like this was really impactful. And it's funny because, well, it's not funny, but it's interesting when you think about the part where they're talking about what if it was me? You know, mm -hmm. what if it was me? Even like just looking at it as like a pragmatic person, like, man, it's sad to say, I bet a lot of people would be hurt because they'd be thinking about their fantasy team or something ridiculous like right, that. Right, which is I didn't really up. understanding the cause. You yeah, know, and yeah. I'm like, I thought it was just impactful because the people that don't really understand, maybe this is another way to frame here's what's going on, you know, not even from the silly fantasy football comment, you know, but right. I'm like, hey, this is – we're real people out here, you know. You humanize me because you care about me in some fashion, mm -hmm. you know. So I, I'll just shut up and we'll, we'll watch the video. Yeah, it, was, it really was a good video, though. I'm glad they came together and did that. I like the fact that Patrick Mahomes, like, spoke out too, you know, because he's yeah. like – Super Bowl MVP, right you know, yeah. I like that too. Because back in the day, they weren't doing stuff like this because it risked their like career, you know. Yeah. So that's why, like, I respect Cap, man. I know, like, you know, we talked about the declining, but he still tried to stand for something, though, and he got shitted on, you know. And so, I don't know. I just think it is dope, man. You know that how he did what he did, and then everybody's doing what they're doing now, you know. I like uh, brands like like you mentioned earlier, Nike. Um, you know, immediately jumping on it like, hey, we side with Cap. You know, like, they made it known right away, we're for this. So I think that kind of helped ease up some of that maybe fear of speaking out because you lose your endorsement. They kind of, right. hey, here's where we're at. And I think that was big, too, because like it or not, I think some people are thinking that way until now. Mm -hmm. I think things are a lot more open now, so. Yeah. Right. Hey, it, uh, I know that's like a serious note, but didn't Odell at the end look like he was trying to finesse? Like, hey. Oh, he's trying to spit game. <laughs> a little ice skin look. But, nah, yeah, it, it was a very dope. Ice skin some look. <laughs> yeah. The little lick, you know, lick your lips and all that. <laughs> but, uh, nah, it was a, a dope video. So, I hope that it reached people who really get it. Like, hey, you know, like you said, it's, it can be like your, your idol. And it happens. if it happened to them, you'd be devastated. You know, look at. You know, R.I.P. Kobe. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's devastated. So, it just – it can happen to anybody, you know? I think that kind of, I mean, opened people up to seeing the bigger picture. As tragic mm -hmm. as that was, I mean, that, that was awful that that happened. But I feel like the one thing that did, unlike anything I can remember, is unite people. I mean, all races, all countries, all ethnicities, all ages of people – just put aside all their differences for Kobe. And that's why even me, look, I, I was never a fan. And I know we talk, we bring it up all the time, but that just shows you like certain people can really make an impact, you know? Yep, facts, yeah. facts. Yeah, that's true. The uh, NFL responded. Uh, did you see this awkward Roger Goodell video? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's trying I, I I'll, I'll say this I'll give them credit for finally coming out and saying like hey we might have been dumb about this in the past um you know mm. we'll be better obviously you know actions speak louder than words but again I think this is a step you know so let's go ahead and watch awkward Roger 
Let me ask you guys a question too. Like you can answer it after the video. But do you guys think there are gonna be more black coaches and black owners? Like yeah. in the future? Oh, is that a question to us? Yep. To y'all. Yeah, I mean I don't know how you fix the situation. I listen to Michael Lombardi's podcast a lot and he talks about you know, there really isn't great training for NFL coaches right now. It's kind of an elected role. He said it's harder to be an NFL coach than it is to be a U.S. senator. If you think about the number of seats there are, right? So, you know, it's almost kind of like the new guy, the next person up is usually somebody from within, right? Like the next person who's been politicking the whole time. Or if they go out and get another name, it's like a sexy name, right? Now, there's got to be some bigotry because somebody like Eric Bieniemy, you know, hasn't been hired. He's a very qualified NFL uh, – you know, he's got the, – he's the Chiefs offensive coordinator. I think he knows what he's doing, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, the other question, though, is like how does he interview? You know, maybe he hasn't been given the adequate amount of training, and maybe that goes for the, the entirety of the NFL. Because, I mean, you look at how – Tone deaf, first of all, like societal intelligence, how many tone deaf coaches there are. Maybe not so many now as there were, you know, five, ten years ago. You look at, head, you know, front offices that are tone deaf and dumb. There's just not really great culture. There's not great training. There's not good um, teaching. You know, here's how you do it. It's usually the next man up or, you know, somebody from the Belichick chain, you know, like an O'Brien. Right. I think we all know where we all stand on him. So, uh-huh. Um, it's it's a lopsided system. I think there should be more, yeah, but I really don't know how you fix it. I think some of it could be systemic, but I think also some of it could be they're just not getting the, the proper opportunities below that level, which I guess maybe that's even systemic. Right, from the ground up. Right. So, yeah. What about you, Chance? Oh. I would say, like, like you just said, like um, they're not getting the opportunities – uh, from the ground up, you know, um, I mean, uh, that that shit is really kind of hard to answer right now. Um, your question, Jack, that you asked it because I don't know. This well, it kind of actually proves to you also that um, there is like a lot of systemic racism and not only you know fucking government and right, policing right. The system. and shit like that, but it's just like the system, period, you know? And, uh, I mean, not only for, I mean, shit, in the NFL, I mean, not only for, like, um, you know, people like that black or shit like that, but, I mean, shit, how many, like, Hispanic head coaches can you name? How many Indian head coaches can you name, you know? I mean, any, you know, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure that there's people, I mean, people of all races that play football. You know, here in America, like, I mean, shit, we all play football, you know, coming up in school and shit. Uh, and, like, we've seen it. I mean, our coaches, you know what I'm saying, were like, of all different, like, races and shit like that, too. Except so, right. uh, what I remember. So, you know, Shout out. Yeah. Like, so, you know, it, it kind of – it goes down. I mean, it's from – like you said, it's from the bottom up, you know. Um, so, I mean, it's just a, a, a cultural and societal change needs to kind of happen at this time. And just, you know, it all goes back to that. But, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, at least, you, like you said, at least they're trying, you know what I'm saying? Because they could, like, you know, say face and not say shit because, you know, like they've been doing, you know. But I guess since this is such a big movement and, like, you know, everybody's kind of, like, seeing what's going on because everybody's, like, that are out at these protests 
you know, black, white, other are kind of getting fucked up out there. You know, like <laughs> beat right. with shoes and batons and shit like that. You know, so yeah. I and I, I just think that maybe this will be a start of it. You know, it's going to be a slow start, but they are going to start paying attention now, giving people of color, you know, more opportunities. Like you said, Chance, uh, Native Americans or Indigenous, excuse me, um, Asians, like whatever. You know, it's giving everybody like opportunities to like shine because there's a lot of qualified coaches out there that you know are all colors you know like like you said we're in high school coming up we saw all colors you know it just wasn't that big of a deal but that wasn't as grand of a level as nfl is unfortunately you know so um i don't know man i think that everybody wants to be on the right side of history that's why they're speaking up they don't want to go back in time and be like damn you know we should have spoke up we should have did something so that's why i kind of think everybody's coming out with stuff too you know true there was some other good news. Uh, I know you guys saw this because we had it in the docket. Kanye West. <laughs> He's been oh, yeah. quiet yeah, about maybe. everything, but he donated $2 million to basically yep. pay college tuition for George Floyd's daughter. So he hasn't really said much on the topic. I've got an article up here from CNN if you want to read along on uh, on the YouTube. But uh, He also donated uh, to black businesses too, like in Chicago, Yeah, uh, which is pretty dope as well, you know. Well, so, he was out there. Kanye. I think you guys might have sent that to me on uh, Instagram. Yeah, 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 I saw it too. He was out there. Mm-hmm. Just a hey, look at he had that dad bod going. He's chubby Kanye right now. Yeah, incognito. <laughs> incognito indeed. Honestly, man, I, I know like I talk or people talk like a lot of shit about Jordan being quiet and stuff, but he did something big too. The Jordan brand, you know, he donated like a hundred. A mil, I think 100 mil in the next like decade for you know causes like this. So I thought that was huge for Jordan to you know, speak out and do that. So because you know he's always usually quiet and he doesn't really you know say much when it comes to stuff like this. But the fact that he's using his platform and his money to like make a change, you know, I think it's pretty dope for sure. Right. I mean, I think it's kind of like a I don't know maybe what's the saying double edged sword um, or whatnot or I don't know maybe I don't know. What, but what I'm trying to say is um, I think that sometimes you don't really have to say anything. Like, it kind of just, like, you know, it, it goes with your actions. And, like, hey, like, you know, that's what's up that he did that. You know, like, he doesn't – like, I don't I don't think that he has to say anything now. You know, like, he, he, did, he did the most with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you know, no one else was thinking to even do that. You know, like, he got to it first. Boom, bam. I mean, $2 million, man, he's going to have a, you know, pretty good education. Oh, yeah. Uh, he can go anywhere, you know. Um, but, yeah, that's beautiful. And, you know, like, um, there, there are a lot of, like, silent donors to the cause and shit like that. And so, like, um, you know, I, I see a lot of people on Twitter and a lot of people on, you know, YouTube or whatnot um, in the comments, you know, and, or, you know, in the tweets and shit being like, yo, well, why isn't so-and-so doing this? And why aren't they doing that? It's like, yo, like, they don't have to. You know, like, I mean, like you asking why on social media isn't going to, you know, change anything, Um, you know, especially someone. Yeah, like that that makes no sense to me. So and, you know, sometimes, you know, I get on Twitter or whatnot, especially on Twitter. I'll be like, well, what are you doing? You know, like to get back at, you know, because people are just I don't know they're like kind of just doing shit for clout. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, people are human, man. And definitely, like you said, I agree. Like, 
don't get mad because people aren't responding as quick as you want. And I think that's the issue. People are getting, you right. know, like, oh, how can this person not responding fast? Like, yeah, like everybody else, but you don't know what they're actually working on and what they're doing, you know? So you got to just be patient with people, you know? So that, that's one thing I want to say to the listeners and viewers out there. Yeah, let people gather all their information. You don't want to – I mean, think of it this way, too. I mean, there's info overload, you know. If you keep mm. spitting out a ton of messages after a while, it's like, all right, it kind of loses its meaning. So I think people are putting together, like, their one major, you know, response. And I think people will do it in different ways. They either come out and just flat out have a speech or, you know, they'll craft it into, like, a story, you know, storytelling to kind of demonstrate, you know, the, the perspective. Mm-hmm. But um, I also wanted to get into Obama coming in and having the town hall because that was another thing I thought was, again, he's speaking to the people, you know, right. people to I mean, talk to of legitimacy that, that will tell them, hey, everything's going to be all right. So, I mean, again, I, I've said before, I wasn't the biggest fan, you know, I, I wasn't like anti-Obama, but I was just kind of eh, when he was a president. But as a leader, as somebody that, you know, has spoken up, I, I'm like, I'm consistently impressed. So we'll go ahead and pull up some of this. Uh, I mean, like, a comp- especially compared to, you know, what we, what we have now, you know, it's kind of yeah, weird that he even has to do this, you know? Right. And, and I mean, it's, it's almost like it's, it's necessary, right? Like right, yeah. somebody's got to do it. He's the one that's just actually doing it, which is crazy to me. Not that I wouldn't expect him to do that because he's been a great leader, but the fact that it's almost like he does have to, like you said, you know? Right. It's kind of sad that he has to, though. Yeah. And you should be able to learn and make mistakes and live a life of joy. And I want to speak directly to the young man. Then he just continues. It was a pretty long uh, town hall, but if you guys want to check it out, you can Google it. It'll be out there. Yeah, it's, out, it's everywhere, man. <laughs> Now, but, uh, yeah, that's that's so wild that like you know like we were saying earlier that he has to kind of like do that and like it, it's good that you know we still have like a former president that will speak up on it even you know I'm sure like you know the stigma but he what's good about it he doesn't have to worry about votes or anything now he he's good you know right I mean like that tells you what kind of person he is you know he's a strong leader like you said he doesn't have to do any of this but he's stepping up because he has a natural leadership ability he knows like okay our current you know administration they really don't care for the people at least they're not showing it you know like in good ways so he's stepping up to the plate you know so i think that's dope i appreciate everybody that actually does go out and you know try to get involved i know you guys have been very involved um i i I can't understand the people that are doing it just to kind of get attention. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm sure, I don't know if you guys saw any of that when you were out there, you know, those several times, but I don't want to give these people press, but I do kind of want to criticize them for a second. Cause this is, this is the wrong way to do it. This girl is making her boyfriend take a picture of her in front of a smash T-Mobile. <gasps> <laughs> What are you doing? Oh my god! Yeah, so many of these going around. I saw, I saw one like some girl like Coachella drilling some shit. Oh yeah, the drill. Yeah, she grabbed the dudes. The actual construction worker. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, like what the fuck? What's wrong with people, man? Clout, man. 
off the clout. Thank you so much. Gets in the car and drives away. They got their license. (laughs) And then he gets into the car with the mask still on. What are you doing? Yeah, man, that's that's very unfortunate, man. That's just just sad. Yeah. That's fucked up, man. Now, ways you can help. I know that you guys have been very involved, so I'll give you guys a little bit of a – stage what i did was i went to eight can't wait.org looked up houston you know sent an email to the mayor um i think it also had the ability to tweet send a tweet just i mean any way you can try to make an impact but i know you guys have been involved and you've sent things obviously between the group chat that i've also looked into but what are some other mm-hmm. ways people can get involved jack i know you actually had somebody have you on a podcast recently so i know you have plenty to say on the topic yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, so, first and foremost, you got to keep having conversations behind closed doors and holding people accountable, you know, um, for the long run. So, that's that's one thing. Also, signing petitions. Try to sign, like, 10 or 15 a day if you can. Like, it's really easy. You know, read the actual, uh, you know, what the petition is actually about. And then just, you know, you can go through them that way. Um, also, I'm working on actually a, a project right now where it's going to be kind of like a master list of all resources, like in one, I don't want to say too much about it, but that's something that I'm actually excited about, you know, so you can see like, um, you know, the reforms and legislation, uh, the voters, you know, uh, candidates. So uh, we're going to be diving deep on that. Uh, what else? Um, also like just having like historical, you know, like um, history about the black community as well. So I feel like you have to actually know what we're about to kind of get a, a better understanding. So we're going to have like you know, movies on there, books, articles, just all kinds of things. So you get to know like that actual history. But uh, once again, you know, just keep spreading awareness, you know, keep donating if you can. Uh, something that's really going to help is donating to actual like black, you know, own like uh, businesses and actually going there too and spending your dollar there versus somewhere else. Like, for example, um, me and my friends went to Washington, right? Like truck yard. And it was cool, but it's like, all right, you know, I really didn't want to be there, but I was there for like a little bit. And then we actually ended up ending up at Seaside, you know, which was was dope. You know, it was like my first time going. It was very chill. You know, we just spent all our money there. And I'm like, okay, we got to start doing more stuff like this, you know, because we got to help the community in, like, every way we can. So that's some of my, like, um, thoughts on everything, you know, as far as, like, continue to help out. Just do all you can where you can. If you see somebody actually, like, saying something wrong, educate them. You know, you got to stand for something, like, at all times, even if you're, like, one deep, you know. So... James, isn't Seaside the spot uh, you always talk about that we went to that one time? Uh, did we go there? I think so. Like, it basically it seemed like a hookah spot. I mean, with dope music, you know? It's it, it's pretty. I think we maybe we did. I've been there. Many, I've been there many times. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, Let's try and get a remote. Because <laughs> it used, it used <laughs> to be right? a restaurant. You should try to shoot for a restaurant. remote there. A remote. That should be too loud for that shit. That should be too Oh, no, nah, we couldn't do that. No, nah, it's people in there like, Maybe what y'all doing? What the hell y'all doing? Kind of shit Come like on, that. man. They can tell us. They can tell us their side, their story. You know, you know what's interesting about Seaside, yeah, though? Random dockets. All kinds of fucked up. Open, open mic on the docket. Man, yeah. you'll have to get you know, freestyle on that shit. Yeah. You know, you know something else was like interesting about it? Uh, it was a lot of people visiting from out of town. Like a lot, actually. Like from LA, uh, Memphis. I was, you know, we talked to people and stuff, and it was just interesting. Everybody wasn't from there. They were just visiting. It's you know, just open, so everybody's just coming out here. I guess so, because I'm like, damn, Memphis? You know, in this place, yeah. in this place? Like, it's wild. 
It is. Well, I know another way I've been spending time. Uh, this is a complete topic shift, but one more thought on earlier that I wanted to get into was HBO Max. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So that recently came out, you know, and I was actually pretty interested in what are the differences between HBO Max and HBO Go. And really, it's just an additional set of content, basically. Uh, and they got an entire library of a couple of other things, including like Adult Swim. So they have like Samurai Jack. They've got uh, Cartoon Network, Rick and Morty, Looney Tunes. Uh, obviously, all of HBO's previous library. But uh, and then also they have all of DC. So it's like, okay, they actually put some together. So I was like, man, these are all the things that I used to watch when I was younger. And now I'm watching them again on HBO Max. If I have to say which one of the streaming services I'm with right now, I like HBO Max. Yeah, you said uh, they had anime on there too, right? They do, yeah. And I, I mean, so. they have a pretty decent number of uh, titles on there, I'd say. I may need to buy that login, man. <laughs> Check it out. Nah, don't HBO gets like the best properties. HBO yeah. has always been the best to me. Like, I mean, my favorite show was Breaking Bad, but I like, um, of course, right up there with that, Sopranos, and of course, The Wire, which everybody said, hey, The Wire was trying to tell everybody, you know, tw- 15 years ago or 13 mm-hmm. years ago now. But, um, I mean, and then True Detective, all the other shows, True Detective Season 3 was actually pretty good. Watch that. Didn't they have um, The Watchmen on there, too? The Watchmen. Watchmen was good. Y'all are talking about uh, black actors. Those shows I just mentioned, True Detective 3. Of course, they had Mahershala Ali. <laughs> Why did I say that as one word? Mahers- Mahershala Ali. Ali. Had, um, Watchmen has um, Craig's sister. Now I forget her name. Regina King. Regina King. <laughs> She's been a lot of things lately, actually. And then yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. she's a shitload of shit. And then it also has that dude from uh, the what was the ne- the Mackie uh, the Anthony Mackie Anthony Mackie huh Papa Duck yeah the the Black Mirror episode where he fought his friend the dragon oh, thing oh okay yeah that made me <laughs> stop watching Black Mirror Man, so, uh, I, I swear I used to love Black Mirror until that season came out. I didn't even watch any of the other episodes. I think that was the first episode, too. I was like, nah, man, this ain't it right here. I guess it's it man. He fought. He's in it. The Candyman. He's going to be in the new <laughs> Candyman movie. Yeah, yeah. All right. Striking yeah. vipers. You know, need to hurry up and drop that shit. I know. Uh, Chance, where you at on all the streaming ones? What do you – what would you um, – I mean – Max sounds like the Max, so I would probably go with Max. But uh, I don't know. I really haven't been on, um, like, watching too many, like, Netflix shits and all that. I've been, I've been watching, um, like, WWF Network. Yeah. Because uh, I can't play shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, I just been watching Raw and SmackDown. But other than that, you know, like, I don't know. I haven't really been. Oh, I started some new movie on Netflix today, though. It looked real good. Fuck, I forgot what it's called, but it's about, like, this old bank robber it's like in the future and like everybody like it's like the purge but it's like every day and they like waiting on something like some signal to go off and it's gonna what? fuck everybody up yo it's crazy man i'm a yo when i get the name of the movie i'm gonna let y'all niggas know like for real uh, that sounds that's sounds interesting man. i didn't finish i don't it, know but. it's 
I got I kind of got like documentaried out, you know, like every other yeah, week. yeah, me too. I heard so, about it, you know, Jeffrey Epstein documentary. Yeah, yeah. That came out. I was actually gonna say, yeah, I actually started watching that, man. I heard, yeah, it's just pretty, it's pretty wild so far. I know he was like, like the way he was. <laughs> You well, know, like, I will say, I don't know shit about the story, so I do want to watch it to educate myself and, like, get pissed off about I'm going to be honest. Right. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I didn't really know who he was. I didn't really follow him a lot. You know, I know he had money and shit. Right. And he hung out with Trump, you know, so it is interesting to see, like. He hung out with everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Everybody. Yeah. I didn't know that, you know, so, like, uh, that's very interesting, man. It's, it's kind of cringy, too, watching it a little bit, you know, but, Yeah. Taken in America, basically. Yeah, yeah, I think he took uh, John Benet Ramsey. Yeah, I think so, man. I don't think he's. Are they have they been linked before? I don't know. I just made that up. Honestly, I I wouldn't be. Yeah, but it could be uh, some shit, huh? Nobody ever looked out to look at that. Yeah, because like that's like the ultimate prize. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. But like in their mind, you know, like Yeah. yeah. Oh, because what do you do? Ever find her body, or she just never sure, never turned. Oh, uh, I don't think they ever found her shit. Right, I'm not gonna talk about it like too much, but I will say this one thing: um, the way he would get like those those little girls in there, he would tell them lie about their age. First of all, like, hey, say that y'all are 18 or 19, and then he would pay them like three or four hundred dollars to like give them massages, pretty much, and then it would just go from there, which is man, wild. I'm like, man, it's very graphic. <laughs> like three, they're paying $300 for a massage and shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, yeah, and it got pretty, like, graphic after that. Some shit. Cheapo, cheapo. So basically, like, man, some, some of those chicks were smart, though. They, they weren't going for it, you know. Prime Video's been pretty good lately, too. But um, Oh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting on uh, the new What's season. On of, What's, like, exclusive on Amazon Prime? I don't know if there's many exclusive ones. I know, like, movies. Um... Hmm. I feel like they have a pretty good horror catalog, which I like. Um, mm. They got like uh, Hereditary, Midsummer. <laughs> you know, like some of the more like you know current ones. Um, yeah, but it's pretty. They had good. this shark movie on there too. That was interesting. <laughs> hey, y'all! Y'all want to know like a, a a secret, a confession? I really don't even watch movies too much anymore. I just mm. watch like YouTube reviews of them. What? <laughs> Yeah, like you gotta watch the movies, been, movies though. I've been doing that shit, nah. Cause real talk, I feel like movies kind of been like a waste of time lately. Like, cause they're like really not that good anymore. Well, let's save that. Let's let's save that for random thoughts. Take a take a quick break, and then uh, we'll pick that up on the when we come back. Already. Cool. All right, we're back with some random thoughts. So where we left off. Actually, Chance, I forgot where we left off. I did too. I'm not gonna lie, that was like a while ago. Kind of seems like we were nah. talking about something. Though. It was random. We were talking about you know different streaming services. Talking about HBO. You said oh, you watched like yeah, I don't watch movies videos or movies instead of entire movies. What is that about? Yeah. So like lately, I mean, like with exception, unless like you know like someone like. You know, invites me to go to a, a movie or some shit like that. Um, I think the last movie I saw in the movies was, like, Bad Boys 3. And then, like, before that, I think it was Joker. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you know how long ago that was. So, um, like, I mean, 
any other movie that's probably came out since then, like, if you name it, I probably seen it, but like I watched it from like a YouTube review or some shit, like Cinema Sins or like a Nostalgia Critic or some random dumb Every shit. Every like, movie though, like pretty much. I don't know. I just think it's a, it's an easier way to watch movies because like I, yeah. I'm I don't know. Like I I really don't get like too invested in them like too much nowadays because I don't know. Like I I feel like they're all not they're like up to par. They're not very good. I will say. Huh? I said, yeah, I remember Cinemax. Cinemax. Oh, hell yeah, Cinemax. It's still around. It's like, well, no, it's still around. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I used to get my Jag on to that shit, man. Like, that shit was fun. Yeah, that's not worse. Real sex, like, real sex. Oh, real sexy. I remember that. that Cap Confessions. (laughs) You know, I actually do remember one time, I think we had. I think it was at one of my parents were having like a fight, like a UFC boxing match, something like some kind of a fight. Yeah. And they had uh-huh. to go over. And once it ended, I guess it was boxing because I think it was HBO. But um, once it ended, everybody kind of left the TV, went over, just kind of hanging out by the kitchen. And at some point, somebody turns around. And it's just like some soft core. It's just like, you just see just. The, uh, Emmanuel. <laughs> You can tell they're not even stroking or anything. It's just like they just literally like just rub at each other. That would be the worst job ever. <laughs> I used to I used to see some good ones though back in the day. I used to have favorites. Oh, uh, like Spider Babe. Oh, yeah. you ever see Spider Babe? Yeah, you Yo, do remember that. That's a classic. Yo, that shit came out around like three on four. It was it was a spinoff of Pirates of the Caribbean. That one was good too. And it well, was, I never seen that one. I remember. Yeah, Emmanuel in space, yo, that <laughs> shit right there was rocking. I uh, remember the uh, Spider Babe for sure, but it's funny because now you look at it, that's really not much different than what you see on social media now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real talk. Like that's what's funny because, like, just parodies of like shit, but like it's like mass sexual. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'd love to see like some shit like that on um. On like OnlyFans, you know, like movies and shit, you know, plots. Yeah, like with plots and shit. Well, we talked about it before. Like, there should be more movies within universes. I just meant in general, but you're saying for flicks, which I'm like, all right. I mean, there's a market for that, I'm sure. Yeah, but you know, like, like what if they did like a, a just like everyday superhero type shit, but like there's like a coronavirus. You know what I mean? Like, and then somebody like just gets it. It's just like, oh well, shit, he's on the bench. Not literally. That'd be an awful movie. I wouldn't even watch that. But you know what I mean? Like more movies within like cinematic universes. Like a, just yeah, like yeah. a day person that lives in Star Wars. Like oh shit. Yeah, like um. All right, realistic. I got you. Like what's gonna like what's gonna be the plot of like some shit like Black Widow? You know how are they really gonna like go forward with some shit like that? I think that's a. Like a, it's a, uh, or it's an origin story. Back, I was gonna say a backward story. It's an origin story, but um, I think it even might have Robert Downey Jr. in it in a cameo. Mm-hmm. I've heard that rumor. Um, but the villain's the Taskmaster, which is pretty cool. I feel like they should have had Taskmaster sooner, like instead of just having it in like you know Black Widow, because Taskmaster can loot learn everybody's moves and like do them uh-huh. like he knows how to like predict what you're going to do. Right. So. Right. Yo, can I ask you something? 
I, I like Tyler like to say movie formulas. Oh, for sure, I am. Yeah. You know what I will say? Like the movie wasn't that great in itself, but I respected like the way they put it together. Do you remember when they redid um, Friday the Thirteenth? Like in two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had like yeah. the whole like the first thirty minutes was like one like kidnap the girl. Yeah, and it was like one uh, scene, like yeah. one camp yeah. scene. And yeah, then it's over in 30 like, minutes. And you're like, what? And then it's like, like an hour, you know, like what? Yeah. Like two protagonists. That was pretty cool. I liked how it's not, I mean, like Cabin in the Woods, of course, is really cool, but it's not that they told the story differently. It was just very meta. I thought that was very cool. I thought that was actually pretty predictable. I like the Spider-Verse one, the animated one. That one was pretty dope. It was better That's than what cool I thought it was Yeah, be. mixing up like the different Spider-Man. Um you said the the it was predictable though. How how was Captain Lewis predictable? Like uh that's the one where like the the dad from uh Boasting Hose is like yeah. uh running the shit. Yeah, they're working the controls. Yeah, okay, yeah, that was like kind of predictable. I don't know why, because it seemed so cliche. It was like, like a movie. It was like a meta movie. Yeah, it, it was like too much. I was like, yo, this is kind of like, um, what's that movie? Uh, Evil Dead. I was like, this is too much like Evil Dead. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you know? it was supposed to be. That was the theme. Remember, that was like the theme was like zombie right. cabin, whatever. Right. right, but I don't know why, but like um, when I saw the guy that was riding the motorcycle and he like runs into that shit or some shit like that, you know, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, I totally get everything about this movie. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah they like, it pretty much. The the Leprechaun franchise is... I think they, like, busted their nut on, on it too Because Leprechaun, the, the first one was good. Because, you know, it was first of its kind. Then when they start getting to, like, Leprechaun in the hood, um, like, oh, I feel like shit. To say the truth, I think Leprechaun kind of started as a parody, too. Because if you watch the first one, it's, like, mad silly. It's like, yo, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I, I, I wonder so. how much of that is just like, what was that movie, like, 89, like, 91? Like, yeah, something around there. 91, yeah. I feel like it that was, was kind of like a movie. Stuff, first movie. Yeah, yeah, she looked real young in that. Um, you know, they made a Leprechaun, like, I don't want to say remake, because it was like a Netflix. Trash from <laughs> it didn't even show a Leprechaun. Like, it's like some other no, kind of creature. Weird-ass creature, yeah, and, like, some hillbilly dude, but they're, like, in Ireland. And it's actually a WWE de- uh, not with network. Right. Really. It's a WWE, like, a uh, production. That's right. I remember that now. Yeah. That's the one with Kane, and that was every production they've done, oh, like, you guys have been. You know, Evil actually pretty good. See no Evil? Yeah. yeah that was actually pretty good. Was it, like, 06? Yeah, like, right around there. Because I've been working on the movies when that shit came out. Yeah. Hell yeah. Can't take off. You know, I always want to see like them inject a shot into is like the DC franchise. Like DC just never worked out. I saw recently that Henry Cavill, they say he might be back as Superman. Like, but they're like kind of being cutesy with it. Like they're lying. Like, okay, dude, just be honest. They said he might just be a cameo in another movie. Like, Shazam 2 or Black Adam or Aquaman 2. Like, he might just... I don't really like Shazam, actually. Like, that was, like, it was, it was okay. Black Adam, I'm excited about that. That'll be yeah. cool. You said uh, Aquaman you did or didn't like? Aquaman I liked. I thought I it was pretty good. Them. 
I didn't even watch Shazam. I was like, that's going to be silly. It was too silly. Like, it, it was good for what they did, but it's just too, like, childish for me. Personally. I didn't really like, yeah, I didn't really like that Shazam. Like, that was one of those movies I watched, like, on the, uh, <laughs> like, Cinema Sins or some shit like that. Which one? Oh, yeah, Shazam? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I've seen that movie, but, like, not really. Yeah. See, something like that, I would totally do that. You know, like, I would definitely do that. I would like, say a Flash movie. Like, like Flash. a good you know what I mean? I think that. Well, be I dope. wish they did like a flashpoint. Man, I think yeah. they were kind of like saying they might. That would be cool. But you know what they are doing? They're gonna have the uh, Zack Snyder cut is gonna come out on HBO Max next year. Actually, mm, um, all the fans were like, "Yeah, we want the Snyder cut," and apparently that's coming out next year. I don't know what. Like, let me let me look this up. Like, why? Well, Snyder did um like three hundred and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, yeah. uh what's that movie? Uh, Sin City, we shot the movies. Yeah, that was a good time. Sin City was dope too. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. For some reason, I really outside of Sin City and Three Hundred, I really don't like his style, man. Most people say that actually. I find it interesting. Like, I don't know. So, like, why do you say that, Chance? Because I, I feel like he relies heavily on CG, um, and his CG really kind of the, outside of like the artistic side of Sin City and Three Hundred, it really doesn't translate well. Mm, okay. Like, you know, like, not, I mean, I don't know. It just seems too cartoony. Like, mm-hmm. um, did he do um, Justice League? Yeah, he did it. Now they have, like, the, the his, like, his version, the one he wanted to release is coming out. Right. I didn't think Justice League was, like, that trash. I mean, could have been better, yeah. But I've actually seen that movie, like, four better. times, which is weird. Yeah. You've seen what? I've seen Justice League, like, four times, which is weird. What? That's the one Steppenwolf and shit. Yes, that's Such a yeah. villain, though, you know? Yeah, like, well, I didn't I didn't get, like, first of all, I'm tired of the CGI armies. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the, yeah. these, like, nameless, countless, like, fucking just, you know, uh, like, I don't know, they get killed, like, every fucking, like, two seconds type shit, and, but there's, like, a thousand of them. Yeah. Like, they don't matter to, like, the story at all. Like, I'm tired of that. And that's kind of what I meant by my question I asked earlier. Was like, you know, I'm kind of like, are you guys like, you know, tired of like the movie formula and shit these days? Because yeah, everything yeah. in the past 10 years has had like a one of those like big sky beams and like, you know, a fucking, you know, massive CGI army. Like every movie. So basically you're saying everybody's getting lazy. Getting yeah. Lazy and they're not like, hey, it's no original, like originality anymore. And I agree with that for sure. I've been well, saying that for years. I am excited about, or I was excited about the Pattinson Batman. Like, I still do think that can be good. I um, think Batman with DC Batman only, uh, that's the only thing that, like, kind of, that they're good at. You know what I mean? Yeah, leave it alone. Because I don't know if that fits into the DC, like, EU right. or whatever. I don't know if he's supposed Everyone to play, like, a young Ben Affleck or what, you know? But um, I think that kind of cool because I think it shows him kind of, like, evolving right like every apparently every installment he's gonna have like a more you know doped out suit and shit like that like show him actually upgrading with each uh with each movie that'll be kind of cool so you won't see batman like all the best as he is you know right right let me ask you guys something on that note aren't you guys tired of seeing fucking batman origins nah (laughs) nah really I, but I know I'm probably the only one. I'm just like a big Batman, you know. I mean, I'm a huge Batman guy. I would say I, I like 
you know, out, out of any superhero, um, I would say Batman is probably my favorite. You know, that's DC or Marvel. Uh, yeah, Flash is my because favorite. I think that he's like a real superhero. Everyone else is kind of like you know from another planet or some shit like that. But like a real Batman, person, like a yeah. you know, a, a human knows like you Flash know, like too, yeah. Flash, oh, yeah. Jack, are you familiar with the Flashpoint paradox? Yeah, I, I actually been watching like a shit ton of Flash stuff. That's why I'm bringing them up so much. And like I don't know, I think I just wish they would have gave him more love. Like in a movie, because that person that played Flash, like he had his mannerisms, but the way he ran was like kind of. Remember, like in a movie, it was very like just goofy looking, yeah. and uh, <laughs> just I didn't take him seriously, you know. But uh, yeah, Flashpoint, I'm familiar with that. That would be cool, Chance. You know the Flashpoint? Yeah, we actually you put that on for us for one night, man. Like, and we I think we all like just passed out to it and shit. But uh, it was actually pretty good. I watched uh, a little bit of it. It was kind of a hard story to follow, though. Yeah. Yeah, when, when like he, he goes back and forth, right? Yeah, when, when he runs back and like um to like save his mom, but then end up creating different timelines. Yeah, pretty much. right. Uh, but he wants to live like a regular life, like regular life. I'm chilling, but the the bad part about that is he he start forgetting some of his memories and shit, you know, and like well, who he really it was is. The other like, Batman who, that had spawned with the dad. Is that what? Is <laughs> that what? Dad Batman and then uh, the mom Joker. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. If if y'all like you know were superheroes, would you like choose like a supernatural power? Or I mean, not choose, but like, would you rather have a, a supernatural power or like some like shit where you just like a badass, like the Punisher or Batman or some shit like that? I think I would rather be able to like teleport more than anything. Mm-hmm. And if I couldn't do that, fly. Mm-hmm. Or if I couldn't do that, then like Batman or Iron Man type. You know, I want to have fly. like. Yeah, it'll be dope. I want to have like Mystique's powers, like shape shifting. Like that'll be dope. <laughs> you can really like make like anything you want happen because you could just be whoever has the power to make that happen. You know. Right, right, and you can take the power too. You know, so yeah. yeah. Man, I think I just like I have to be like, you know, a vigilante like Batman or Casey Jones or some shit like that. I just want to like whoop ass and like you know like go home. Actually, you know, no. I don't want to have like a obligation. You know what I'm saying? I don't want right. to be like, oh, I will this power or whatever. It's just like, you know, if I feel like going to kick some ass tonight, you know, I'll go do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if not, like, like man, Batman only shows up like once every two months, man. Yeah, <laughs> like what's up? Yeah, but you know, that's what they got the police for and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Actually, I, I take that back. I'll have Spawn's power or Blade's power, like one of those. Nah, but see, them niggas got. Oh, I don't know. Well, nah, yeah, they got like. Shit, you don't want to fuck with like fucking Spun. He like worked for the devil and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Fucking uh, motherfucking Blade or vampire and shit. He got to go to the motherfucking weird ass techno clubs and shit. You know? He said techno clubs. Nah, for real. And that hot ass daytime in the daylight. I can walk in the daylight right now. Yeah, but like he's super strong and shit, and he get with a katana sword. Yeah. I'm ready right. for them to push that. I want to see that when that comes That's out. That's gonna be dope, man. Like I, I kind of hate they didn't get Wesley in it. I understand he's old now and stuff, but uh, at least have like a cameo, like, at least a cameo. You know? Maybe. I mean, they could still make it happen. Like if if they had maybe him be uh like the Whistler dude instead of the old yeah, white guy. Because yeah. that's the first superhero movie. And you know what I mean? Like, that's the first one that started everything. Um, Think about it. Yeah. That was before. Yeah. Oh, like for Marvel. For Marvel, Marvel yeah. technically. Yeah. I mean, then it was like Daredevil, 
<laughs> uh, it was that and Spawn, actually. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Spider-Man, of course. Spider-Man, Tony Maguire yeah. set that shit off. Yeah. Hell yeah. Still the best Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I I didn't like I didn't mind those movies. Like everybody used to shit on them. Like, oh, they're so bad. I, well, it's because the Venom one was so bad. Yeah, yeah, they had Eric Foreman. Three, three <laughs> was trash, but it had like funny parts in it. But I think it like knew that it was trash. Well, because he started doing the. Uh, remember, he had like, like the hair. Oh, he's like he's like this. Oh, the emo, yeah, the emo. <laughs> that was awful. Oh, yeah, hey, you know what's funny? Uh, the dude that um like directed those movies uh is the same dude that did uh the Evil Dead. Sam Raimi. Oh yeah, Sam Raimi. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yup. He he did the Ring too, right? Didn't he? For real? I think so. Didn't he? I don't know about that one. <laughs> I'm lying. But, I'm ready. Uh, but, yo, that's some shit that they need to stop like trying to like bring back and shit. But the Ring, the like the one with uh fucking. What's that chick's name? She's Australian. Mm. Whatever, she's blonde. Man, th- that one's good. The one that came out in like oh five or some shit. Which one? The, the ring, the original. You mean like the first American one? Yeah, the first American one. Yeah. I, I never saw the Naomi ring. Watts. Naomi Watts. Naomi is her Watts. Name. Yeah, that one. That one's good. What was yeah. I thinking? Why did I say Sam Raimi? What did oh, he? he- if it wasn't that, was it The Grudge, maybe? Oh, oh the Grudge. No. I get it mixed up, man. I, I get those movies. I don't get those movies mixed up, but like they they are like the same movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The same shit. So, <laughs> nah, he's done a lot of crazy, shit. Man. He's done a lot of shit. But uh, yeah, man, he's pretty dope. Uh, I can't wait for this Halloween Kills to come out, dude. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't that's another Michael Myers wait. movie. Yeah. yeah, he's it's so many, so many. Sam, you be on Doctor things. Strange. Yeah, I'm not gonna like. Honestly, I'm getting kind of tired of remakes. I wish they'd be like a little more original with stuff, you know. Like they're good, I get it, but like do something else, you know. That's gonna be like very, you know, like kind of like Star Wars, how they created that. That was like historic. Like do something else that's historic, you know, for everybody. Like now, it's weird, you know, going back to what you said, Chance, with like movies not being as effective i think so much of it had to do with the talent pool going to tv because you have more money you know you have more consistency with hey i'm gonna have several seasons all the big writers a lot of the actors actresses move that way so you know there's not as much talent in movies and i still prefer a movie because i like you know a good hour and a half two and a half hours of like start to finish of a story right you know, well, I, there have been great ones lately, though. I mean, not, I, I can't say at all, but relative, like, the amount, I feel like there's just more and more movies that just suck. Right. Yeah. I think that that uh, is attributed to the uh, to the writers, actually, because I don't really go to see movies for big names, like, you know, as actors or whatever, like that. Um, I you think, you know, like... Passes. Yeah, when I come up on a movie, man, like it's if it's like I, I can know n- no one in the movie and, and like it, you know, um, if it's written pretty good, you know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know, man. I think that they also use a bunch of the same actors in the movie, so like it kind of gets like 
construed it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, what what the hell? Like, is that the movie that I was watching or was I watching, you know, how we just got, um, what's that shit mixed up? How we just got those two mi- movies mixed up? Right, in the ring. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, it kills me, you know, when actors get typecasted so much and then you'll just watch a random movie on Netflix and they're in it and you're like, that's the guy. Like, he's the killer. Obviously, he's the killer in every movie. And then it ruins it for you. The whole movie, you're like, yeah, of course he's the killer. He's the killer in every fucking movie. Like, duh. Yeah. Hate yeah, like the, uh, the dude that was the villain in um, in All About the Benjamins. Yeah. Yeah, like he always like the killer. Hey, I was, you know, we were talking about this on the text when I was watching uh, Child's Play 3 the other day. Hide <laughs> the soul. And hey, girls. Hey, Brad Durf, I'll, I, hey, I'll give Brad Dourif the hands, man. He'll be loud and, like, menacing in these movies, but, hey, nah. Brad Dourif ain't going <laughs> to yell at me like that. Yeah. yeah, Nah, yeah, man. Hey, that's one of my favorite actors, man. That dude's yeah, great. I will say, though. Like you said, the best scene is still checking the first one. It's just like, she got that yeah. fire. You fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell, yeah, that's the funniest shit. She's like, talk to me, damn it. He's <laughs> just like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> like, what? But he bites him. Hey, yeah, she chuck his ass under the couch. I, nah, I, I, the, fucking the third one, though, that's just funny when he, like, jumps from behind the desk and the old man just, like, has a heart attack. He's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. The third one was good because like, it, it started getting kind of silly, but, like, it was actually, I thought, the smartest one. Because, you know, while he's there, he can just kind of, like, float around. Nobody can really know. You know, he just started doing smart shit. Like, let me have them go against each other, you know? Everybody thinks Andy's crazy. So, like, that was a good one, I thought. Which one was the one where they were, like, smashing? Was that four or five? I think it's Bride of Chucky, right? Bride of Chucky or some shit. That's when it got, like, super meta. Like, after Scream came out, that's when all those movies kind of went to shit. Yeah. Minus, uh, I think, like, the best movie in the Scream era was um, Urban Legend, and I know what you did last summer. I was just going to say, I remember Urban Legend being good, and I know you, uh, I know what you did last summer. I thought it still kind of holds up. But then they were like, yeah. I remember still what you did after <laughs> I recalled it last time, and it's like, what? Yeah, supposedly it's like a third one that was, like, straight to, like, streaming a DVD or some shit like that. I still fucking know what you did. (laughs) What are you waiting for, huh? Yo, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. Man, I'd love to see her cook. I was seeing... uh, seeing, I was was watching uh, Adventures in Babysitting the other day. Remember, like, retro Elizabeth Shue? Yo. Yeah, my sister used to watch that movie a lot, man. That was a a good one. Yeah, she was bad. Good time. Thor was in that movie. Shit. Who? Thor. Remember the little girl thought the mechanic yeah. dude was Thor and shit? Uh, Thor. You know what else was funny? The uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's in it. And he's all like tall and lanky. Yeah. Like, he's not like the one you're used to seeing. Uh, and then who else was in it was the uh, dad from Get Out. <laughs> what? That's, that's the boyfriend. That's the girl's boyfriend in the movie. I forget really? what his name is. He always plays that sleazy role, though. That's how, again, that's how I knew. Get Out, great movie. 9.5 out of 10. But I fucking knew, man. When I saw him, yeah. I was like, always plays this guy in movies, man. Yeah, oh, man. They got to stop, like, 
I don't know. They got to get a new like set of actors, man. You got to think we kind of been working with the same actors since like we've been kids. You know what I'm saying? Like Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, Denzel. Like all those dudes have been movies for fucking forty fucking years. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's a it's some new ones that's, that's coming up. You know what I mean? Um, like Finn. What, what's the guy? What's his real name in real life? John Boyega. I always want to say Bodega. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he he kind of gets the same type of roles too. You know, like I don't know, man. <laughs> and then uh, the guy in Get Out. I mean, it's it's people coming up, you know, but like that, like you said, even some of them are being typecasted too, unfortunately, right now. So, yeah, so. I don't know, man. Hollywood must be like super small. Yeah, that's too. I think it's like yeah. a, only a certain group of people that can like make it in. I mean, yeah. shit, here is small, man. Like it's crazy how many people like um, like I saw it like the protests and shit like that. You know, like I ran into like at least seven fucking people out of sixty thousand. You know, and like, how do you run into people that you know in like a group that big? You know, yeah, that shit's wild. Shit's wild. It's a small world, man. Well, the only other only other random thought I really had was uh, I've been scrolling on the gram, seeing different shit pop up, and I've noticed that Instagram models are now like all cooking. Like they all have cooking uh, accounts now. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I, I why? Like I don't get that. Like what? They got to do something else. Why? Wait, I, are, I, are they actually cooking though, or it is it is it's just like that? No, it's like they'll make separate accounts just for cooking. <laughs> and like, I guess they, like show people be, like, hey, yeah. I'm talented. I can do other shit besides show my ass and be naked. I don't know. But like my I get all that, but my question is like, why now? Like, what made that happen? Because like, like I've seen ass or what? Now, uh, I think it's the uh, it has to go back to the OnlyFans thing. Like, there's more options out there, you know. So it's like, all right, well, you can still see more of me, but for free while I do I cook, you know, like because we don't know what we get on OnlyFans. Like, you know, going back to that shit, you know. So it's like, okay, well, let's see if you know, like this chick that I like comment, ooh, wifey. You know, every time she posts, like, if she, like, is actually wacky material and, like, right. if she can cook, you know, just by the looks of it. Yeah. I think uh, they just learn how to cook during this whole quarantine shit and want to show off their new skills. I think they'd be postmating that shit and then just doing, like, a Mrs. Doubtfire. You know what I'm saying? You remember Mrs. Doubtfire did that I shit? I that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yo. That was, hey, think, of, think back to that movie, Mrs. Doubtfire. How fucking, like, off would you have to be to, like, not know that your husband was dressing up as the fucking British nanny? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I like, mean, used to kind of had, like, a little facial hair and shit, too. Like, one of those, like, yeah. shadows. Like, I never understood why they just think that they're, like, females in general, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, they should remake other movies. that movie. What, Mr. Duffer? Yes. That shit would be dope, yo. I'm not going to lie. That would be dope. But make it, like, obvious, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you said The Rock? The Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Rock. The Rock would be perfect for that shit. Yo. Yo. They're going to take our idea, man. Watch. In, like, a month, we're going to, like, see that shit on BuzzFeed. It's going to be like, The Rock stars in fucking 
This is he would make millions, dude. He would make like I mean, he makes anything bags, you know, like whatever he you know does. But yeah, that would that would be it. Wouldn't I'd be, go see that money? Like they would make money on that for sure. Show. Like I'd go see that shit. They wouldn't even have to use like any CGI or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Yo, speaking of the Rock, um, I saw this shit that he's like the. It could be fake, you know what I'm saying? You can't believe anything these days. But uh, I just saw this random post that he was like the um, third most uh, popular candidate behind <laughs> Joe Biden and Trump. It's like, what? He's, he ran the Rock, like, the for real? I feel like he could probably win votes. Like, oh, man, yo, you know how like live the world would be? He'd do badass promos and shit on other countries. And then, like, anytime, anytime like, uh, another country would get out of line, he would just kind of do videos, like, all serious and shirtless, breathing hard, and, like... Yeah. Or not, nah, he could go back to, like, Versace rock. You know what I'm saying? Like, when he wore, the, like, like, Versace shirts and shit. The big Cuban link. Classic. <laughs> Yo, that dude's the best. I'd vote for him. I would, too. I would, too. Do I have any other random thoughts before we break and get deep? Uh, nah, man. I don't think that's going to be it. All right. Well, hang tight. We'll be right back. We're back with some deep shit, some deep thoughts. Chance had to run away, so, you know, don't worry. He didn't get, you know, snatched up by anybody. I know he was talking about drones or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, he That'd imagined. That'd be crazy. That'd be... <laughs> Sucked up like an alien ship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we won't get uh, deep on aliens, but I know, Jock, you actually, you've been kind of collecting a list of questions and topics from viewers and listeners. So we've been going off of those. I'll let you tee one up because I think it's a good topic. Um, and I know that we can spend plenty of time on it. So what's been on your mind? Yeah. So what I want to talk about, you know, which is, this is a good topic. And everybody in the past always brought this up, but. Do you truly think that you can fall in love with somebody that you like never met and just text over the, you know, text and talk to over the phone? Like you never physically met in person, you know, in my opinion on that, I don't think you can. Um, I know from experience, right? So it's some people I, I met over, you know, websites in the past and stuff was cool. You know, when you're talking, things are good. You're hearing a voice, texting, stuff is like, you know, like, oh, I like this person or whatever. And then you end up realizing when you meet them in person, it's just not the same because you're not seeing the same mannerisms, the smells. There's so many other variables that go into, you know, like the word love and actually liking somebody. So I think it's just a strong infatuation and not love personally. I'm not saying you can't really like somebody a lot, but I don't think love. So that's why that, that show, what was that show, Too Hot for TV or the one yeah, where they- too hot, too hot to handle. Handle, yeah. <laughs> too hot to handle, my bad. I'm two thinking of TV too, I guess. But yeah, so like, I really just don't buy into that, man. You can't love somebody, you know. In a perfect world, that'd be great. But we just live in a world where seeing something, you know, physically and like seeing them in person just matters. Like, I'm sorry, it does you know? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I've had um, plenty of people that from the past, you know, I guess back then I was like, you know, 18, 20, right, somewhere right. in that range. So it's hard to remember. It's hard to think about what it would be like now, but I mean, plenty of people that I had spoken with most primarily on social media or texting mm -hmm. and really didn't spend much time with them in person. I mean, not that I'd never met them, you know, mm -hmm. but 
there's like a certain chemistry that you develop, like a nonverbal chemistry, you know, where you can get on like the same brain level, the same wavelength as somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't I don't know that you can really get that if you're just texting. I mean, you can get on the same level to a certain extent, but it's not quite that, you know, you can look at somebody and tell exactly what they're thinking, you know, and be on the same page all of a sudden and just kind of like, hey, let's get out of here, you know, or something like right. that. Or, you know, um, if you piss somebody off, you can just see by the way they look sometimes. You're like, all right, shit, I got it. I'm in trouble, you know. Right, just the subtle clues. I feel you. You don't get you that, know? like, just from texting, you know. Yeah, now do you think that with, you know, the texting and calls, so now we have FaceTime and Zoom and all this stuff, you think that actually could help or not really? I do think it can help. I think it can keep, like, if you have a long-distance relationship or something like that, I think it can keep that flair going because, I mean, you still see the person to a certain extent. Um, I'm going to say something about that, man. I'm glad you brought that long distance up. I don't think that would ever work ultimately, you know? And the reason why is because somebody's going to fuck up some kind of way or just going to like dwindle because you have to see your significant other. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Now, if you guys like have plans on moving where the other person's at and it's very temporary, yeah, it'll work. But if this right. person lives out there and it's no, no plans on anybody moving towards any place, nah, I don't think it's going to work. I'm with you on that because the whole like love languages thing, I think I'm like the quality time one mm-hmm. where, you know, I might not even spend much time on the phone, texting, talking, whatever. But when I'm with that person, like all my time is dedicated to that person. Right. And I enjoy, you know, kind of having that reciprocity. But I can't imagine, you you know, losing that. I mean, spending quality time like texting, like, I mean... I guess you could you can get creative with somebody, you know, yeah. like you can get creative with like, like, hey, let's text while we watch a movie or like, let's, you know, whatever I, it might be. Right. And I actually done that too, where, you know, I watched the movie and like we were texting the whole time or FaceTime or something where, you know, it was creative because, you know, the same parts or whatever. Um, so you definitely can get creative. So I agree with you on that. Sure. I think it can help though, like with long distance relationships, I think it can help keep those like you said like those periods apart it mm-hmm. it makes those seem a little bit shorter i would imagine yeah. but i don't know that you can build something of deep meaning you know off of only that i i can see you getting like a really good foundation and then you know you meet somebody and then you take it to another level or maybe it you know crashes and burns or whatever the case is but <laughs> i think that you have to eventually have that in person not that you have to, but I, for me, I don't think I would have ever. I mean, because I guess what's the end game, you know? Like, right, exactly. And we're humans, like, we need touch. We need physical, not in a sexual way, but we need to be near, just like what's going on in the right. pandemic right now. When I saw, like, all y'all or Chance, you know, when I saw him in person, you know, it felt good, like, just seeing, like, you know, another friend and just being close, like, it felt good, you know, because we can't be alone. So, all the people that's out there, oh, I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. And, I can be alone. That's bullshit. You can't be alone, like, ultimately. Yeah. I mean, you need some kind of human interaction. I mean, you could be alone at your billion-dollar mansion, you know, just with unlimited social media followers, and you could be the loneliest person in the world. In the world and miserable. Yep. So, I mean, it's – and to each their own. I think some people truly are more, hey, I want to be an introvert. I just want to be alone most of the time. Mm -hmm. But I do think that – you got to have some kind of meaningful 
time spent with one another in person. Yeah. And I mean, you pick up people's kind of like their auras in a sense, you know, and like you can pick things up with instinct that you can't always pick up without seeing somebody, you know, like sometimes people have a certain glow to them that you're like, all right, you're in a really good mood or something happened. Like I can detect something, you know, there's science to that, you know, and energy too. It can get past like energy, bad energy. You can tell, you know, the chakras, the vibrations (laughs) It's true though. You know, like if you're not in that presence with somebody, you can't always pick that up. I mean, they can tell you this is where I'm at, but it's not the same as just full on, you know, seeing and, and empathizing with them in person, you know? Right. And also back to the whole text messaging thing, that gets so like misconstrued so much because you can't tell a person's tone or right. anything. So that's how a lot of arguments starts through text messaging, you know? So I don't, that brings me back to my point more that I don't think you can actually fall in love with somebody <laughs> who just like texting all the time, you know, not really soon. That would be too hard dating from texting only. And then like you said, even like long distance, like it's doable, but they're challenging, you know, and there's certain things that you have to include to make them work. And I think those are some things you can do to help, you know, for sure. But uh, I tried in the past and me personally, it never worked for me. I've seen others try it too and it never ultimately worked for them. I'm not trying to be negative or anything because it's hard. I know some people it does work because you guys actually plan on moving like near each other once again, but the success rate hasn't been too high. You know, I just put it like that. Yeah, I've only, I mean, I haven't been in many, but yeah, kind of the same thing, just kind of fizzles out. Mm-hmm. But that's all I've got for deep shit this week. I know we've got plenty of other things. Um, did you have anything else on your list? Did you want to save some of those? Nah, we, we we can save some of it. Yeah, for the viewers out there. Viewers and listeners, for sure. Hope you guys are subscribing on YouTube. We're trying to grow our presence. Right now, we have one of those shitty, you know, question mark, upside down, you, whatever, you know, URLs. We want to have a good one. We want to have a normal one. We want it to right, be... Right at the rep network like you know instagram and twitter or at repertoire tpn like the facebook page we wanted to be a little bit more uniform for y'all so it's easier to find but also i mean we got our entire episodes out but we've also been putting a lot of clips out there jock i know you've got a lot of projects you're working on too so everybody's just got to subscribe yeah we're gonna be having like a bunch of dope stuff on here you know um I think now we have some good stuff. Like you said, Mike, we just, you just got to subscribe and, you know, to stick with us, man. You know, I feel like we actually, you know, we've been growing a lot, you know. And then one asked me to bring up another point. Keep giving us feedback. You know, keep letting us know ways to improve, things that y'all like, that y'all don't like, because things are always going to be ever-changing, and we want to make sure, like, y'all are happy with the content we're pushing up. Mm-hmm. Rate, review us, let us know. Get in the comments. You know, we definitely want to interact with you all, so – whether that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, at us. It's called Don't At Me, but of course, at us. The Don't At Me thing is just like, look, here's what we feel, you know. We're coming, it's coming from the heart. Don't take this shit too seriously. I mean, right. you know, if there's ways that you can hear, if you hear something here and you feel inspired to do some good, great. We did our job. If you're just listening, chilling, you know, Hey, that's cool too, but just, you know, don't don't get bent out of shape. The whole point right, is we're just here it. having a good time. Exactly. We're speaking about deep, you know, serious matters and shit, but everybody's got their own opinion, you know? Yeah. And, you know, once again, we're regular. 
people in the sense of, you know, we're probably saying stuff that you guys are thinking about, you know, so we're giving that perspective of a regular down earth, like, you know, just people, because when you have celebrities, people that's like in another realm, they can't relate sometimes to different things. And I feel like we're more relatable, you know, so. Mm-hmm. We try to be, man. We're all pretty open, pretty open arms. You know, we, we like to invite people in and meet new people. So interact with us. Look, we just shouted out all the social media networks. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow on Spotify. And then we've got the newsletter now, of course. If you go to the rep.network slash newsletter, you'll find the form basically to go in, enter your info in. We get you early access to the docket. We also will include clips from last week. And again, a lot of the projects we've been working on, you'll start seeing more of those in the newsletter. Jock, I know for sure you're going to have some merch hitting that soon. Oh, yeah, I am. I am. (laughs) So, see, you guys got to subscribe so you can see all this stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. Make sure you check it out. Check out the website, therep.network, for all things repertoire. Don't at me and play it by ear. Uh, I'm Mike. That's Jock. Make sure you subscribe so you can stay in the loop and tune in next week. Peace. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause.